You're listening to the Athletic Assault Podcast. What is up, heroes? Welcome back to another Athletic Assault Podcast. I am so glad that you are joining me. My name is Connor Irwin. If we have not met yet, I got some coffee and uh, I'm ready to talk to you guys about some awesome superhero stuff. So let's take a sip. Refreshing. All right. So a lot of things are going on in the world of superheroes um, this May. We had Avengers Infinity War uh, at the end of April that is crushing the box office. And then also we have Deadpool 2 coming out this week. And then also I would I would add Han Solo is coming out later this month. But we're going to talk about something that's not happening. And we're going to talk about the DC Universe. Because I think it's an interesting topic to talk about. Thinking about, hey, what can the DC Universe do? Or what should they do to match Marvel or to compete with Marvel? But not only that, because I don't because I don't want a replica replica can't speak today but i don't want a repeat of the mcu but how can they be successful and how can they finish off a vision because one of the struggles i think the dc universe had was that they did not complete the vision that they set out for they started off with Zack snyder's vision and like it or not he had a clear goal in mind that I think was going to come to fruition in Justice League. Me personally, I really enjoyed all of those DC movies. I enjoyed Man of Steel. I enjoyed Batman versus Superman. And I was so, so excited to see Justice League. And I was excited for to see what he did with Superman. Um, and I think he was going to be the Superman that everybody was waiting for. Because that was the big struggle for a lot of people that... Superman was so raw and, you know, not as hopeful and um, inspiring as a lot of people wanted him to be. But I think he was going to be, as he was reborn in Justice League, I think he was going to be that Superman. And so I'm so sad that we missed that. Um, But let's talk about how can the DC Universe be successful, not how can they repeat or how can they copy Marvel, but how can they be successful in their own right? So if you think about Marvel, if you think about Avengers Infinity War, it was not built in a day. Avengers Infinity War is not as successful as it is because of how great the movie it is. It was a fantastic movie, but had there not been 18 movies prior to this building to this one movie, I don't think that it would have crushed it like it did because those 18 films had built such a following, such a brand for the Marvel Cinematic Universe that everybody wanted to come out and see this movie because they wanted to see the closing chapter of this. Obviously, Avengers 4 will be the closing, closing chapter, but this was 
a story arc that everyone wanted to see because they've been building to it for 10 years. So they took their time. They were patient with it. Um, they didn't rush movies. They um, were very uh, strategic. You know, I've been kind of watching some of the older Marvel movies, and it's so interesting how they seeded little things throughout all of those movies, even on some of the first Marvel movies when they weren't sure where, you know, they weren't sure that they would make it 10 years, but they seeded different plot points in those movies that came through in Infinity War. And so that is what I think DC needs to take note of. I don't think they need to copy Marvel. I don't think they need to move to a more humorous superhero film. I don't, I don't think they need to. Uh, I think they had the humor that they needed in there. And I think bringing in characters like the flash and cyborg and Aquaman, um, helped that humor. And it would have just naturally helped that humor and helped the tone a lot. And, but what I do think they need to do is be, patient. They need to take their sweet time with their universe. Let's take a sip before we continue. Ah, that's really good. One more sip. They need to take their time with this universe. They, they, the issue that I think Justice League had was one, Warner Brothers got really heavily involved in the film. They they mandated it that it be under two hours, which just does not make a single bit of sense to me because they were introducing three new characters, three huge characters, and they only gave them two, and I guess four if you count Steppenwolf, and they only gave it two hours to introduce those characters have them team up and have a solid plot throughout. And I think that mandatory two hours really hurt this film because it, it caused them to rush the plot. It caused them to rush the rush, the team up. I mean, they got together so quick, all their identities were shared. That was, that is another story, but I was so I was so bummed that Bruce Wayne shared his identity with everybody. Um, but anyways, they rushed that plot so much, but they had to. I mean, the directors were forced to rush that plot because they had to they had to make it in two hours long. They could not make it any um, any more than two hours. And so I don't think that was a knock on the director's uh, vision for the film or the writer's vision for the film. I think it was a knock on Warner Brothers getting so heavily involved. And um, I think when you look at Marvel, yes, they have uh, they have Disney C's, CEOs and executives watching over them, but the real head honcho is Kevin Feige and having a guy like Kevin Feige, who's an avid comic book reader. Um, he loves these films. He loves this universe. Um, he wants, he is not thinking so much about the money. Yes. Obviously he wants these films to do well. He wants these films to make money. He wants Marvel studios to make a lot of money. They have made a ton of money, but more importantly, he wants these films to be, very, very good, high quality films. He wants these films to impact audiences in such a way. And he wants these films to build out the bigger universe. 
And so I think what I wish I would have happened was giving Zack Snyder those that full reign, not not full and complete reign, but giving him the power to, hey, let's make a film for the people. Um, because if you think about it, guys, like Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman and Wonder Woman made a lot of money. Yes, their numbers are not like they don't compare to Black Panther and Infinity War this year, but those are huge films. Like they made really, really good money. And um, I think locking in and comparing yourself, like Warner Brothers, I just felt like compared themselves so much to Marvel that, oh my gosh, like this film wasn't, you know, critically acclaimed. It wasn't, you know, the critics hated it. The, um, the people hated it and they didn't look like, oh my gosh, like we made a lot of money on this film and it was a very niche audience that liked it. And I, I don't mind them wanting to switch, um, their vision around, but I wish they would have finished off these story arcs, um, before they did switch this around, uh, rather than switching the story arcs around in, in the middle of shooting Justice League. So I think Warner Brothers was a huge part of this, not having a guy in place, not saying it had to be Zack Snyder, but not having somebody in place that loves comic books, that loves these characters, and wants to do these characters justice and wants to bring the best, uh, the best version of these characters to the big screen and wants to make the best stories for these characters on the big screen rather than thinking so much about the money, um, thinking more about these characters. Let's take a step. So not only Warner brothers, but also with justice league, obviously you had the big, uh, director situation. You know, some people say Zack Snyder got fired. Um, obviously the report was that he uh, had to step away because of a, a, a horrible family tra tragedy. Um, no matter what it was, you know, he did, he was dealing with a ton last year and no matter what it was, Joss Whedon came in, um, took the reins on these characters and the story. Um, and personally, I think he just changed these characters around a little too much. Not, not every one of them, but uh, a lot of them, especially Batman, in my opinion. You know, in, in Batman versus Superman, Batman was my favorite uh, iteration of Batman on the big screen because he was he was brooding. He was, you know, funny in his own right. Um, but in Justice League, it just felt like he was making too many jokes and it wasn't as dry a sense of humor as I think Batman has. So, um I think they just they went so heavily on the critics saying that he, they needed more humor, and they just went so deep into hey let's make let's make as many jokes as we can. And I don't blame them. A lot of critics were saying that, and I understand that. Like hey, if the critics are saying this, like we need to add this into the film. But I just don't think I I think there was characters in Justice League that the humor fit naturally with like the Flash um, there was some really awesome moments like with Aquaman and with even with all the characters I loved all the characters meeting but I think there was so much forced humor um, that it just it took me out of the universe that we were in and um, it was it was a different universe it felt like and it felt like it was just a major shift. Um, in uh in the the tone of the universe and i'm all about a lighter tone that's fine with me i'm 
I don't care if it's a light tone, if it's a dark tone. I just, I want to see these superheroes done, uh, done with a lot of justice, no pun intended. But I think a big thing for Warner Brothers and stepping back from Justice League, the, you know, it was not, not a success in their eyes. I know that for a fact. It wasn't a success in the actor's eyes. Um, stepping back from Justice League, I think they need to take their time in building this universe. And I think they are. You know, they're only releasing one film this year, Aquaman, two films next year, Shazam and Wonder Woman 2. Um, and I think that's a solid strategy. Really, really dive in, build out this universe, start introducing these characters. Not saying you have to do an origin story, but start talking about these characters. Start um, doing a origin story that's not the... the the uh, pie cutter origin story that uh, is just introducing the character, but more going on an adventure with an, another character or um, having them pop up in other people's films. Um, but I think that taking their time with this and being consistent to put out movies year after year um, is going to be a huge thing for the DC universe because they have a great cast. I mean, Ben Affleck's Batman is fantastic. Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot are straight money on their characters. Uh, Jason Momoa's Aquaman, I think, is fun and awesome, and it's a totally different take on the character. Ray Fisher loves Cyborg so much. I wish we would have seen even more of him in Justice League. I know he had quite a bit of scenes, but I just wanted to see more of who he is and more of his humor as well. And then I think Ezra Miller's Flash is fantastic. Flash is my all-time favorite superhero. And honestly, I loved Ezra Miller's Flash. So they have an incredible cast for, uh, for these movies. And so slowing down and really telling some solid stories, not trying to rush to Justice League 2 is the big thing. And then when you get to Justice League 2, you've built out these characters in a way that we really care about them. And not going to your big punch right away like dark side going to the legion of doom you know having having that battle with the legion of doom or at least part of the legion of doom maybe lex luthor deathstroke maybe black adam if you introduce him um in man of steel 2 or shazam 2 uh and doing something like that where it's this this big group team up they have to team up but it's all building to a bigger narrative and that's where i say marvel did something incredible and they built to this big bad in such a way that it took them 18 films to get to thanos and so we had so much expectations of thanos and then josh brolin absolutely destroyed that in uh, that performance and he did a fantastic job um embodying thanos and his and the writers and the russo brothers wrote him so well that you really sympathize with him um and cared about that villain and so it's the same for if you're going to do a dark side or um or a legion of doom even or brainiac anything like that really building out these villains and making them because that's the strongest thing to me in the DC universe is they have so many villains to work with. They have so many awesome villains that they could absolutely make an incredible film out of. And so I think taking their time and building out a narrative that lasts throughout a universe, if you are going to do the universe, uh, the universe model of building out movies that all line up with each other. I think you have to build to a bigger, badder villain. And so 
obviously this movie Justice League was Steppenwolf and so obviously that's leading to Darkseid but I don't think you do Darkseid in Justice League 2 I think you take some time to build out these characters before you uh, before you introduce someone like Darkseid let's take a drink so what do you think I you know that's my big thing is consistency and patience taking their time with these movies um, really really um, focusing in and creating these characters and uh, and building out these characters um, because I want to grow to love these characters I did grow to love these characters I I loved the character interaction in Justice League but I wanted more of it I wanted a solid plot a solid bad guy for the Justice League to fight. And I wanted to see them team up more. I didn't want to see just a few minutes of teaming up. I wanted to see a way more in-depth uh, story of them teaming up. And I think they were going to do that, but they got cut short. They had to do two hours. And that's okay. You know, they can they can bounce back from this. Not every, not every movie has to be just a killer movie. Not every movie has to be the number one movie of all time. You know, we... We live in an age right now where it's it's been very, very good, and movies have been absolutely crushing it. Marvel movies in particular have been just doing fantastic. But, um, but it doesn't have to be the best movie of all time to be a success. And I think the DC Universe was a success. Um, I think Justice League should have made more money than it did. Um, and I know that seems like a failure, but I think they can turn this around. They can make this... Um, into a universe that comic book people and superhero lovers like you and me, um, people that love these characters so, so much can enjoy and have a lot of fun with. Um, but I think they just need to take their time. So I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Um, also, I just wanted to let you know that I've been posting videos to YouTube uh, three days a week uh, about how to build a superhero physique. The last few weeks have been very, very, uh, um, off track of fitness. It's been more superhero related. So I would love for you guys to check me out over on YouTube. Uh, if you guys want to, that's a shameless plug for my YouTube channel. I'd love for you to check me out. Also wanted to let you know that if you do check me out on YouTube, I've got a surprise coming um, on one of my next videos, not my next one, but uh, one very soon. Um, I'm going to be dropping a little surprise for you guys, so uh, I don't want you to miss that. That will be dropping first on YouTube, but I'll let you guys know on the podcast and uh, anywhere else um, that you guys are at, that you guys are following me on. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to sign off. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Uh, I would love some feedback on the audio. I'm recording on my computer today. And so I'd love some feedback on what you think about the audio today. Uh, you can send me a message uh, on Instagram or you can shoot me an email at crwin at athleticassault.com. I'd love to hear from you there. Also, if you have any fitness questions, I would love to answer them there as well. So you can message me um, or email me with uh, wherever you want to. So, all right, guys, I thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you in the next podcast episode. Go ahead and get a nice cup of coffee and be sipping on that this afternoon. Later, heroes.
Thank you so much for listening to the Athletic Assault podcast. I am so glad that you joined me on this episode. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, make sure to do that because we're going to be talking about all kinds of topics related to superheroes and fitness.